Hey there, my name is Vosh. I live stream on YouTube and Twitch, and sometimes I even upload the good bits. This is Previously Live. The issue that I have, I don't mind it when people in my community disagree with me. Well, I guess it's not that I don't mind it. It doesn't bother me that much, though. And you can tell because, and I cite the entire history of me having an online career as this, I argue with you guys nonstop. Clearly, on some level, I enjoy it, okay? Um, it would be, given, given the history of my channel, it would be very difficult to argue that I have a reflexive tendency to shy away from conflict with my community. I think that'd be a very misinformed <laughs> assessment of my personality. However, there is one thing that really, really bothers me. It's being misrepresented. And the problem that I've had is it feels like a lot of these people who dislike my take are reflexively disagreeing with it without engaging with the talking points that I've made. And I can tell because the counter-arguments they make are really, really bad. So in my most recent video that I recorded offline, I said this, like, if you disagree with me, that's fine. Even if I think you're just fucking wrong, that's fine, you know? But I hate it when arguments that normally you guys would be really good in identifying as invalid are suddenly being thrown out there, you know? Uh, because you personally are mad about the topic. That shit bothers me, you know. Um, so I think the, the crux of that is this right here, which is, you know, got 100, 300, 400 comments, but look, okay. So basically, I live in downtown Ottawa. Let me explain to you why Vosh is completely wrong. A strong opener. Uh, so I'll, I'll respond to this, but it gets funnier the further down we go. As you can see, they... They, they, they mucho textoed uh, a good bit here. Okay. Um, so the problem that I have is that the title here makes it sound like this is going to be a complete refutation of my talking points, right? I mean, that makes sense. That's what the title says, you know? Um, but most of this is completely irrelevant, and the only component of it which is actually a counter-argument, is really bad and, like, anti-leftist, basically. Um, it's like a very anti-leftist sentiment. It's very pro-nation state. So, I'm, you know, I think that's a bit cringe. Uh, but, um, anyway, so the first paragraph is just saying that the protests are bad. Uh, the, you know, the, the, the downtown convoy, okay? And then... This paragraph is explaining why Trudeau feels the need to enact the Emergency Act, which I've already said would have to be enacted anyway in order to deploy the military to break up the convoy. So that's not a refutation of what I'm saying. And then here we're talking about, like, we, I can just read the opening bit. Now about the temporary suspension of some civil, civil liberties. I almost said liberal, like civil liberal. Civil liberties and what that means to Canada. Let's look at some Canadian history. There is always good reason to be fearful when the government suspends your civil rights. However, there are some situations where such measures can be considered legitimate. And then it goes on to defend the War Measures Act, which was the precedent to the, um, to the Emergencies Act, which is considered a dark moment in Canadian history, where the military extrajudicially arrested hundreds of people in a manhunt for like one group. So, so there we go. Um, 
So that was fun. Look at this. Listen to this. In the months following the crisis, many on the left, including Tommy Douglas, heavily criticized the government for what they considered to be a dangerous precedent that could threaten civil liberties. Well, they were wrong. This didn't establish any precedent, and it was never used again, and now Canada is ranked highly on the State of World Liberty Index. This is it. This was this was the big this was the big argue this was like the big post to attack me, you know? This was like the big this is the big counter argument, okay? So, I can I can take this part. I can take this part if you like, okay? First of all, ranking highly on the State of World Liberty Index does not mean you're free from the tendencies which encapsulate the behavior of nation states, okay? Um I've talked about this. Like, I feel like Canadians actually unironically have a sincere version of the national exceptionalism that I ironically adopt. I don't like America. I think it's a disgusting fucking country. But Canadians legitimately seem to think that they're some kind of special elevated country, you know? Like, oh, we're not like those Americans. We have a better democracy and we're so much nicer. We don't have all of these problems. Fuck off. Jesus, you're like... Canadians are like the equivalent of incels thinking they can't be misogynist because they're not jocks who play in the football team. That's what Canada is. They think because they don't have big muscles like the United States that they're incapable of demonstrating any of the toxic tendencies that they recognize in other people. Literally, like, I see this everywhere. These Canadians legitimately seem to think, and that's why they keep saying, you know, you're an American, you don't understand. They legitimately seem to think that Canada is like this exceptionally nice country that would never do anything as mean as, you know, suspend civil liberties to further state power in a cynical attack on workers' rights, as though they don't already do that with Trudeau's back-to-work measure and have multiple times. It's literally like a built-different perspective, you know? Like, they, no, 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 yeah, 100%, yeah, no, Doe, you're completely right, they legit, they think they're playing Civ Six or something, like, America has chosen the lots of money and military, but the high corruption route, however, Canada has chosen the scientific victory, and is therefore low on e economic productivity, but high on, you know, democracy, shut up, I, you, this is the reason why people are getting banned now in my subreddit, for 30 days, by the way, cry harder, um, it's because, even though liberals are less wrong than tankies or Nazis or whatever, you are infinitely more annoying. Infinitely more so. You are so much more annoying. And by the way, it's unironically really fucking classist and really fucking anti-indigenous to suggest that Canada isn't subject to the same tendencies which allow it to suppress minority groups and disempowered groups as America is, like, it's actually kind of fucked. I can't believe there are these people in my community, right? Um, like, it, it's insane. I, I'm really glad people are mad at me because the antagonism they show towards me is revealing how bad their thought processes are. The people who only agreed with my attacks on American liberals because they thought, like, oh, well, American liberals are hypocrites because they don't even want things that are as good as Canadian liberals. Okay? Like, you're Canada. You are the most like America country there is. Just shut up. Uh, anyway. So, 
we, we, we go on. Okay. Now that we have established that suspending civil liberties in times of crisis hasn't led to long-term consequences in Canada, there, there are so many things wrong with this statement that I, you could literally just talk to any, any leftist from Canada, like literally anyone, anyone familiar with any history in Canada. Oh my God, Jesus Christ. Um, this, is, this is the tone of the entire post. The tone of the entire post here is Canada is different and it's not as mean and it's not as bad as America and it's not as dumb. Uh, and therefore, uh, you know, it's actually okay when we do all these things that are really bad. Okay. Yeah. Quebec separatism was sparked by the October crisis. What the fuck are they on about? No, listen, talk to Lance. Okay, guys, I could be off on this. Lance would agree with essentially everything that I'm saying right now, right? Lance is a Canadian who talks about the problems with the Canadian government for the most part. Like, I'm pretty sure Lance would agree with, like, almost all of the arguments that I'm making here. I don't know if he would, like, agree with, like, the military thing or whatever, but, like, broadly speaking, the idea that he agreed with you on stream? Okay, well, there we go. So all the people who are saying that I'm an American and, like, uh, my perspective's invalid, then you can go, go, go to the Surf's TV on Twitch, okay? Lance strongly ex agrees with the expansion of FinTrack and the freezing of assets being bad. Nice. Anyway, okay, so the funny part hasn't even, the funny part hasn't even happened yet, okay? So anyway, uh, 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 I just need to read the last paragraph because it legitimately sounds like it came from the fucking West Wing, okay? So in conclusion, I get why Vosh is worried about the precedent it sets, but you have to remember that Canada is one of the oldest democracies in the world, and we have strong democratic norms. This isn't South Sudan or China. We're not like those Orientals. I added that part, because I think this is a really racist sentiment. Where such actions have significant long-term consequences. Historically speaking, I have no reason to fear these measures will constitute a serious long-term threat to my civil liberties. This is literally state warship. Hey, we're one of the good countries. We're one of the good Western countries. Vosh's concerns would hold true for something like 90% of countries on the planet, but this doesn't really hold up in Canada. This is actual Canadian exceptionalism right here. Like, when I do American exceptionalism, it's me chest-beating over how we can nuke the rest of the world. This is actual Canadian exceptionalism, unironically being delivered as a refutation of my perspective. Unbelievable. And people in my subreddit ate this up because it was a long post and they never said the N-word in it. Oh, what a good-faith criticism of Vosh. What a good- wow. What a good-faith criticism. That's so- oh my god. What a good-faith criticism. I hate them. I despise them. So anyway, the band started rolling out. Uh, I, I personally handcrafted at everyone while playing uh, video games last night. I would, t I would type lib, shh, liberal, in the, in the little description. Um, there were people in YouTube chat calling you a grifter for this take. Yeah, I'm clearly standing to make a lot of money from, from this one. What the fuck? People will say anything. People will say, like, any old shit. Like, what? You, you, you only have this perspective that you have to get on Tim Pool's show again. You're trying to run for the RNC in 2024. You say, say whatever. I don't have arguments. But you don't. But you don't have arguments. Anyway, okay. So, 30-day ban. Now, when a person gets 30-day banned, okay, it's very revealing of their personality, which is one of the reasons why it's important that we need to do this more often. I'd love to respond to your comments, but the mods ban me. I banned you. 
As a longtime fan of Vosh, I'm honestly disappointed with this response. Hopefully the mods reconsider my ban so I can address the comments. Nope. Multiple users have sent me DMs informing me they have been banned for commenting on this post. This is extremely disappointing. Edit 3. Looks like Vosh can't handle the mildest of criticism and has resorted to silencing people who disagree with him. As someone who's donated more than 100 donos, yoink, and who is a Patreon supporter, this is really making me reconsider my support. Looks like I've been un- What? Wait! Hold on! Mods! Hold on! Mods! No, no, no. The liberal purge is not being abated. No, 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 no. Now it's 60 days. Okay, that's a, that's a jailbreak. Jailbreak! Jailbreak! Lib jailbreak! Back in the cage! Get it back! Get it back! Reinstate order. We have to crack down. Don't worry, this won't lead to any bad precedence. There we go. There we go. Oh, whoops, I closed the whole window. Oh, well, there you go. Get him back! Back in your cell! And we're taking emergency powers. Don't worry, this won't establish a bad precedent. So anyway, as I was saying, uh, we'll wait for edit five, I guess. Anyway, um, I, w I will admit, though, anyone whose response to being banned for 30 days is like 16 edits where they're like, I used to be such a fan of this community, but now I am reconsidering my support is bitch made and I don't care. All right. Um, Anyone who would deliver arguments like this to me doesn't fucking care about any of the arguments that I make on my stream, okay? Seriously. Like, this is so indicative that the only thing you've gotten from my stream is epic Ben Shapiro dunks, okay? It's so frustrating. It's really, really, really bothersome, okay? There's nothing that bothers me more than people who only follow along because they like my conclusions but disagree with the reasons why I got there, all right? This is sanctimonious, high-horse, liberal state worship bullshit. It's Canadian exceptionalism, it's historically ignorant, and it's actually kind of racist. Like, this paints over a lot of stuff, okay? So for this to be, like, presented as some kind of good-faith criticism, and then to, like, oh, oh, I was such a fan of yours, like, no, then listen more, listen harder, listen better, okay? Because clearly you haven't taken enough from me. And then they type... all of this. Even more. Um, and the comments are also bad. This is why people hate it when Americans talk other countries' politics. <sighs> Even though Americans perceive Canada and the U.S. to be similar, U.S. democracy has more in common with India, Mexico, Brazil than Canada or Western Europe. Wait, is this just racism? Wait, America is more like the brown people democracies than the white people democracies? Wait, oh my god! This is the top comment! Holy shit! Least racist Canadian. Least racist Canadian on Earth. Holy shit! I should permaban all of you. This is literally just, like, racism. I don't understand why Americans are so confident in their opinions, even telling other prominent lefties who live in Canada that they're wrong about what happened. Wait, what other prominent lefties? The only other prominent lefty who I know, like, a lefty, is Lance from the Serfs. He is a liberal. What other prominent lefty? All the, all the Canadian leftists that I know about are siding with me. Dole? I don't, know, I don't know Dole's perspective on this. I'm realizing trusting American commentators on other countries is clearly a giant mistake on my part. This is what I mean about unironic Canadian um, 
uh, supremacy or, or exceptionalism. I talk about countries all over the world all the time. And now me having a take that is a fairly simple anti-surveillance state perspective on the country that is most like America of any country on earth is getting these Canadians to go, ugh, now I understand why people don't like it when Americans comment on our systems. Ugh, holy shit. Jesus Christ. Vosh banned me and his only message was, shh, lib, cool, I donate to your Patreon. Pretty sad it ended this way. <laughs> and then they're accusing me of American exceptionalism. You should all be permanently banned. The 30-day ban is to give you an opportunity to reform. I believe in reformism, okay? Uh, but you guys need to chill the fuck out. None of you are lefties. You're all pathetic liberals, okay? You uppity fucking liberals get so high and mighty because you share our criticisms of conservatives, but you have no fucking idea what the end game is. You have no goddamn clue because you tune out when I talk about it. When I talk about the end game, you guys just loll back and just sort of let it all bleed out in the dreary fucking liberal brain noise that encompasses you every time radical ideas pass by your brain, okay? You have no fucking clue. You would have me shot for the things that I think would be justifiable to prevent climate change or a fascist takeover. You would. These people are all fucking uh, 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 N NPD gunmen, okay? All these people would have killed Rosa Luxemburg. NDP? NPD? I always mix those up. SPD. Oh my god, I mixed, I mixed it up even further. SPD, thank you. They would, though. Yes, they were called flag conservatives. They were the type of people who supported freedom fries, Lamau. Alright, these are this is where I am, I suppose. These people are so mad. Honestly, I don't think this is even something unique to Americans. A lot of it is Vosh in the way he presents himself. He has that whole thing about the fascists only care about power, so he has to only seem powerful. He can sometimes admit when he was wrong when he's not in too deep, but he spent too long being adamant. This is this is the presumptuousness that really bothers me. None of you have proven me wrong. This is the fact that there are people running in circles crowing after this dog shit fucking steaming horse manure pile of a post is suggests to me that you guys don't actually have the well-developed internal processes necessary to understand which arguments are good and which aren't. You can still disagree with me, but this doesn't address the points that I've made. And the fact that none of you had alarm bells ringing in your head at the type of language that was being used in here, the state apologia, the surveillance state apologia, and the weird racism. Listen, it is perfectly okay to criticize me. I deal with criticism from my community literally all the time. But bad criticism that is incapable of actually you know what I'm, I'm actually you know what this isn't about principle you know what it's a it's that you're smug you're smug and you're wrong that's the main reason you know what i'm not even gonna lie it's that you're smug and you're wrong okay that's the reason why i, I don't even care yeah i could i could sit here and i could pretend that it's some principled oh i'm so offended that you don't follow my processes but i could deal with that if you weren't smug and wrong the fact that you're smug and wrong is uh, at the end of the day uh the main thing that's a problem here Oh yes, I, I pinned my 1984 comment. It's very, very important. As an American who clearly has very little understanding of the complex nature of Canadian politics, why do you think it's funny? Smug and wrong. This person in my DMs was begging me to fuck their wife, but I wouldn't. You know why? Because she was also a racist Canadian exceptionalist. Okay? I have standards. Thank you. You're banning long-term community members who deeply care about you and are giving valid and well-thought-out criticism in a constructive manner. Yet instead of hearing them out, you're banning them like a child. The whole thread is like this. It's hundreds of comments. 
I'll I'll keep banning you guys. I'll ban I'll ban you this time, and I'll ban you the next time too. I'll keep banning you. I'll ban anyone and everyone in this subject because I'm right. And if you can't be made to see that through my arguments, then you will suffer. I don't care. This isn't me running from the arguments. I'll have them all day. I'll bring people on stream. Bring chatters on. I'll ban them after I'm done. You know, if if they're smug and wrong. Uh, if they're wrong and not smug, then it'll probably be fine. Yeah, the parasociality up here is just is just really disappointing. Fuck, I can't talk while eating the bagel. Okay, hold on, quick vid. It's it's like a Blanche. My friend. My Reddit is full of liberals, many of whom are from your country, your shit, snow-packed, moose-fucked country. And they are making the argument. And I'm serious about this. Lance, I want you to get a couple of these highlights, okay? Seriously, I'm, I'm not joking, okay? So, they defend uh, the... Um, they defend the Emergency War Act. Uh, what is what is the uh, 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 the War Measures Act? Thank you. The, the War Measures Act here, saying that it led to no negative consequences as a result of the suspension of civil liberties in times of crisis. Um, so there's no precedent for Canada doing this stuff in the future. And then it goes on to say that Canada is one of the oldest democracies and has strong democratic norms. This isn't South Sudan or China where actions like that have significant long-term consequences. This whole post is about how Canada is totally, definitely not doing anything bad, is very extremely super democratic, would never suppress minorities with the suspension of emergency powers. Um, and also they're not like those brown countries, you know? The top comment literally says, or was the was it was it the top comment or was it one of the edits? Oh no, it was the top comment under that. Here we go. This is why people hate it when Americans talk about other countries' politics. Even though Americans perceive Canada and the U.S. to be similar, U.S. democracy is more in common with India, Mexico, Brazil, etc., than Canada or Western Europe. Lance, does this not read as a little fucking racist? Oh, Americans, we're not. Our Canada isn't like you guys. You're more like the brown countries democracies. We're like Europe. Lance, I thought this would be a funny meme. Wait, does this respond to the text of what I said? No, we, we've, talked, we've talked about the Emergency Measures Act. It's not funny, but it responds. Wait, how does it respond to whether or not those particular people in my subreddit are being racist? Lance, I didn't want information. I don't want to learn anything. I want your stamp of approval in calling that some weird kind of liberal racist Canadian exceptionalism. I'm illiterate. This is ableism. We're going back to what we were doing. All right? Let's find the matters. The Malders. Instead of acting like you literally know everything about the situation in Canada, why don't you talk to Lance? I don't even entirely disagree, but you're acting like a tanky for not wanting to expand state power. A tanky. Liberals. Liberals. Ah, ta tanky is when too lefty for me. Ah, ta tanky is when too lefty for me. No. Oh. <laughs> These get upvotes. People upvote this. People upvote this. Ugh. I've been a fan for about two years now. But honestly, this is so pathetic. I think I'm going to stop watching for a while. Quit being so holier than that. 
and just own up to the criticism. Not everyone is working in bad faith, especially not your own goddamn fans. Grow the fuck up. Moving forward down the down the chat thread where people are talking about how America is more like the the Orient uh, than the civilized uh, West. Oh, there's a fifth edit now. <gasps> a fifth edit. Wait, reload the page. There we go. Lamal Vosh banned me again. He completely failed to engage with my argument on stream. <laughs> Please explain to me how this emergency act will lead to serious infringement on Canadian civil rights in the long term. Ideally, you should cite historical examples to justify your beliefs instead of just knee-jerk government bad talking points. <laughs> oh, man. I would have loved to be around this guy back when America was interning Japanese people in the West Coast during World War II. Like, I'm like, hey, this is, like, really bad. He's like, well, okay, can you find a historical example of this being bad exactly? America is one of the longest-standing democracies in the world, and we have civil rights that protect all citizens. Do you really think that, uh... Yes, I know C Canada also did that, yeah. Canada also did that. There are, of course, long-term consequences, but the idea... Like, you guys realize... Well, what's wrong with the Patriot Act then? The Patriot Act didn't have any historical examples of how it's bad because the uh, the surveillance state apparatuses that uh, that that it sort of facilitated the use of weren't really around for much before then. You know, stupid debating through Reddit edits. Now these aren't real arguments, of course. If this person had a real argument to make, then it wouldn't be like littered with Canadian exceptionalism and racism. Good faith arguments. My God. Yeah. Here's the thing, and Doe's right, by the way. To this person, there would be no long-term consequences to freezing the assets of people engaging in economic disruption because they think it would be a good thing to do it when lefties do it. There were people on Twitter who were saying this too. Well, if lefties blocked bridges and stopped the economy, then I guess I would be okay with freezing assets for them too. Really playing your hand on that one, guys. You would shoot me in the back of the head if things ever came down to it. So to you, there will be no long-term consequences because the state suppression of dissidents is something that you are explicitly in favor of. To you, a long-term consequence would be, I don't know, for this person, it would probably be a black person in charge. Um, they probably have issue enough with Trudeau with his history, but, uh, you know, because this person's racist. But, um, what, like, to them, the, the, the negative outcome would be, you know, some, some, some other sort of adjacent thing. Yeah, why can't they just vote? What, if, people, if people want to protest, why can't they just vote? Anyway. No, bro, you're just a liberal. Sarcasm. For real, though, good prose that breaks it down well. Uh, and then this reply is good. I mean, OP's argument was literally to just have faith in government norms, so this, but unironically. So, yeah, there we go. Canadians are a lot more trusting of their government than Americans are. The problem with Canadians is that they never had a Watergate moment, okay? You guys needed a Watergate moment because you people are way the fuck too in love. With your goddamn government, okay? You people need to have way less trust. They did? Have another one. Have three more. I don't care. Despise your government. The way Americans do. Alright? Wait, mods are banning people responding to this post. OP was banned as well. Dang, we really start are still in the destiny orbit. 30-day bans. Hush. Yeah, I wasn't expecting Vosh to actually start banning over this. Hopefully this doesn't turn into long-term destiny thing. Hopefully this doesn't lead to any long-term negative consequences. Hopefully this doesn't set a precedent. 30 days, Christ. Well put, thank you. I watched this video on the subject and had my head in my hand through most of it. No arguments. No arguments, man. Hey, Vosh, if you aren't a dumb tanky, you're gonna have to deal with people in your community having dissenting opinions. Uh, 
This is the fact that these people consider themselves fans of mine is genuinely concerning. Do not do, do you not listen do you not listen to the shit that I say? It's just Ben Shapiro dunks, isn't it? You like it when I you like the fact that when Donald Trump went on, I would make fun of him for being dumb. You'd like you huh, you would clap like seals for that. This whole saga has been incredibly embarrassing. Uh from this is from the libtard Marxist. So, you know, po poignant if nothing else. Sorry, but I don't give a shit if the government messes with the bank accounts of right-wing loons. Great. I'm happy to hear that. Oh, the oh, torture chambers, you know, Gitmo. Oh, as long as it's happening to the terrorists, I I hate you. I Oh my god. Dude, uh, uh extrajudicial wiretaps, circumnavigating like court orders, uh, you know? Uh hey, whatever, dude, it's happening to the wrong people. There are no problems with this. Oh my god. If the government wants to mess with the left, they will do it anyway. The idea that governments will play nice with left-wing protesters without a precedent is absurd. So, this is true. The issue isn't whether the government establishes a precedent for doing it. The issue is whether the public establishes a precedent for agreeing with it. That's the worry. The concern is that you fucking liberals clap like seals when the government freezes the assets of people you don't like, that the public grows more and more agreeable to the idea of the extension of state power and the erosion of civil rights as long as it's happening to the wrong people. And then, now that all of the predicating logic has been constructed, you are going to have a much harder time principally opposing these efforts when they are directed against people you agree with. And by the way, this is not a slippery slope argument. The explicit reason Canada's government is freezing bank assets for the convoy protesters is because they're engaging in economic disruption. It's not because they're conservative. It's not because they're fascist. It's not because they're right wing. It's not because they're honk, honk, honking their horns. It is because they're engaging in economic disruption and they have already used the back to work legislation to send striking workers back to their workplaces. You really think they're not going to use this against striking workers? That's not a slippery slope. It is the same plateau. It is the exact same plateau. It's not a slippery slope. There's no slope. You're on a mesa. Listen to this. Yeah, thank you, Demon Mama. Act will be, the Emergencies Act will be used to strengthen and support law enforcement agencies at all levels across the country. This is about keeping Canadians safe, protecting people's jobs, Protecting people's jobs. And restoring confidence in our institutions. And restoring confidence in our institutions, which, hey, lib alert, should be the last fucking thing you want your government succeeding in doing. It's not a slippery slope. This is just flat plateau. You are going to normalize the Canadian people getting on board with using uh, the, the revocation of civil rights as a way of fighting against striking workers. You're going to get people to cheer for that. So sending the military into peaceful protests is an okay precedent. First of all, the convoy is not peaceful. And second of all, yes, that's not a precedent. We've been doing that for centuries. Sending the military in to break up civil uh, unrest and reclaim infrastructure has been happening for thousands of years. That's the default thing that you do. That is the most default thing. That's a classic. That's vintage. That's retro, baby. 100%.
Guys, you have no idea how much more preferable that is. I talked about this before, but I'll talk about it again, okay? Let's talk the Black Lives Matter protests, all right? In the Black Lives Matter protests, what happens if the military gets sent in? You get a warning to clear an area, and then, if you don't clear that fucking area, the military police come in and they arrest you. We didn't need to send the military in in most cases because police were already doing their jobs, because Black Lives Matter protesters are anti-police, whereas Canadian convoy truckers are pro-fascism and police are pro-fascism, so they're going to get along. But... In the presence of the police, which, by the way, also have guns, I hope you know that, like, sending in the military to break up a protest isn't, like, less gun-filled than sending in the police. Like, it's not as though sending the police in is gonna, like, like, like no chance of people being hurt here, you know? <laughs> so, I, I know the military sounds scary to you fucking fags, but, oh, sorry, I meant to say, uh, you fucking faggots. It sounds more reactionary when I sort it out like that. I'm gay, I can say it. Um... I know that it sounds like super spooky, like, oh my, oh my god, dude, it's the, who's more trigger happy? Cops! Cops are more trigger happy. Look up rules for engagement. In America, at least, cops are more trigger happy than soldiers are. Cops are. Soldiers are trained way more on rules of engagement. And that whole fucking warrior, alpha male, wolf bullshit that cops get taught, the military don't get taught that. The military get taught to shoot anything in a turban, okay? So, hopefully, there are no people in turbans in the trucker convoy protests um yeah the, the, the cops are, are taught to act based on fear basically that's their main that's their main thing okay is vosh defending sending in the military or not i don't get it <sighs> anarcho tv listen to the words listen what if you listen what if what if you what if you stop what if you put earbuds in so you can listen to the words coming out of my mouth instead of the wet slapping noises of the massive bull fucking your wife in the next room okay pay attention to one thing at a time and listen to the actual words that i'm speaking now i'm not that familiar with the rules of engagement which are taught to canadian military as opposed to their police but the idea that the military is like this ultra violent super evil alternative to police being sent in is just not correct. I'm sorry. It's that's just not correct. It's not. It's it's just not. Crackdowns can lead to a great deal of violence in either in either instance. Okay. Um. Uh, 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 so so anyway, to be more clear, imagine with the Black Lives Matter protesters. Imagine they never sent the police in. There were never any police engagements to break up any of the protests or any of the like the 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 more like arsony or vandalizing elements okay imagine if instead the government had simply passed legislation which essentially forces the banks to cut off all services they provide to anyone found even associated with the protests so that means if you're shown any of these protests, if you're identified, any social media posts they can find where you indicate that you're going there, anyone who gives you money, they can, track all, tra they can track all your bank accounts in any direction. So any financial association between any of the tens of millions of people who protested and all of the people um, who may have like exchanged money with you. Do you, need, do you need to buy anything? How much cash do you have on hand? No trial. No chance for a lawsuit afterwards. No bureaucrat or government official or legal office to call. Nothing to push back against it. How long do you think the cash you have on hand will save you when you need to buy food? What about your kids? Do you need supplies for your kids? What about transportation costs? What about taking the bus? What about gas to fill up your car? Will you be able to make it to work the next day without a car to refill your gas? They will fucking ruin you. And they can do it invisibly to everyone. It's infinitely scalable. There's nothing to fight against. Do you really think that's less violent 
than a police wall being formed in a park to fight against the protesters? Do you sincerely believe that simply because you can't find videos of people physically fighting, that that massive extension of the surveillance state is legitimately less violent than a traditional confrontation between protesters and police, something that's been going on for essentially all of human history? Do you really believe that? Do you sincerely believe that? You would never be able to protest again. If the government decides that you are a sufficient threat, you will never be able to protest again. You will never be able to protest again. I said this before and I'll say it again. Talk to any Chinese leftist, as in a person who is a leftist who has left China, because a Chinese leftist who's speaking about leftism in China can't speak about leftism that freely without putting themselves at risk. Do you know what they did in China? China doesn't care about being violent towards the people within their borders. You know that, right? Like, at all? You, you understand that, right? Like, it's pretty obvious. They clearly don't have any qualms with engaging in violence. And yet, for some reason, they don't have police crackdowns every day. In fact, they have fewer police crackdowns than the United States does. They must be more free than us. Right? There must be less state violence in China. Never mind the fact that people disappear or they have a social credit score, which uh, incentivizes people to never speak out against the government, never mind the fact that they surveil all internal communication, which makes it easy for them to find pockets of dissent and break them up beforehand or threaten them. They have complete control over essentially every level of internal um, institutional force, meaning that if you even express institutional uh, you know, antagonism, that they have the ability to ruin your life at every top. It's not possible. In China, it will never be possible, as long as they have this system, for there to be pockets of resistance within their borders that openly protest against the government. You understand that, right? But it's worth it. It's worth it, isn't it? As long as we get to keep the scary policemen from physically engaging in violence, because that's the real problem with state power. The real problem with state power isn't their sublime control over all institutions that we use to manage our lives. The real problem with state power is sometimes they send big men with grug foreheads to smash. That's the actual problem, right? That, as leftists, that's what I'm concerned about. If you give every leftist a bulletproof vest and a big helmet, then we will essentially be immune to state power. Surely there are no other institutional forces that nation states use in order to cement control over the people within their borders. Do you understand what I'm trying to get at here? Tell me you're listening here. The problem that I have is, like, people who disagree with me, they're not even engaging with the arguments that I'm making here. They just get mad. Canada's not like that. Can can Canada's not like that. We're better than that. No, you're not. You're a nation state. You crushed indigenous people. You crush striking workers. You crush people who are against the power of the state. That's what every nation state does. You're not different. You're not better. You're not special. You're slightly nicer than we are. You have a marginally less non-functional welfare state, okay? You swear less than we do. Congratulations. Wow. You think that's free? You think Marx wrote on that one? Like he was writing out like, you know, the Communist Manifesto and he was like, you know, uh, but in the course of events that one finds themselves within a liberal democracy in which people are slightly nicer than they are in America, then actually there is no need to fear the, uh, you know, the power of the state. Yeah, Zam, the, the arguments against me are so revealing of people who are bootlickers and who are like genuine Canadian exceptionalists and racists. Loblado, I don't think that the trucking convoy thing is working class. I never said that it is, and it doesn't matter whether or not they are.
They could be the most cartoonish villains in the universe, and it wouldn't change the fact that I don't want the government to normalize freezing people's bank assets as a way of pushing back against economic disruption. The one that pissed me off the most was saying that people who agreed with you were okay with suiting children. Yeah, because they're essentially doing the 9-11 Patriot Act bullshit. They're doing the Iraq War bullshit. They're, what they're doing is the think about the children emotional bargaining argument as a way of disrupting your ability to critically think and ceding power to the state. Oh, what? You want children to die in terrorist attacks? You're, you're not willing to give the government the power to wiretap our phones to find terrorists? You want children to die? Like, we've, we've dealt with these arguments before. Whenever, whenever the government comes to you saying, hey, we need to take away some of your civil liberties, trust me, it's for your safety, the only response is to start immediately reaching for your handgun, okay? There is, ne this is, there is never a situation where I'm going to side with this, okay? When it comes with using existing legal institutions to uh, enforce existing laws, like, fine, that's the game, that's the game, that's how it's played, you know? I'm not going to argue against murderers being arrested for murder just because I have an issue with the judicial system. However... Uh, when people are like, yeah, dude, like, trust me, bro, it's just like 30 days, bro. We can just like completely extrajudicially annihilate, uh, you know, all opposition, bro. D bro, trust me. You want to let us blow up this children's hospital in Palestine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude, Israel does that shit all the time. What, you don't want us to crack down on Palestinian descent? What, so you want, so you want one of their bottle rockets to maybe possibly hit like an Israeli child in the face and instantly kill them or something? You, you want, you want one of their bomb balloons to float over, over Israel and drop its rocks when the balloon pops and one of them hits a kid in the head and they die? Arm the next missile salvo. Fuck me, dude. Anyway, if I come across as salty through all of this, it's because I am. I'm really disappointed in the community and I'm not afraid to say that, all right? This is on you guys. The fact that Shuinhead is adamantly agreeing with Vosh on this topic is how you know it's a really dumb take. This is a reactionary perspective. If you legitimately feel as though reflexively disagreeing with people is how you arrive at good positions, like, unironically, if this was an ironic take, then it would be fine. Because it's funny. But given the fact that this is unironically being delivered here, I assume, uh, Shu, Shu has been known to have some good takes. You know? She's on Twitter right now saying how you should never uh, snitch on a person shoplifting for, like, um, kid supplies, like diapers and baby formula and stuff. Do you disagree with that? Honest to God, I, like, don't get me wrong. If you guys want to hate Shu, like, it's a free country, but 90% of the things that Shu says are pretty based. She just dies on a weird number of hills, you know? But, like, when the stuff she says is correct, like, you know, you can't. Like, if you wanted to disagree with everything that Chu believed in, then I guess you have to be pro-Epstein now? Like, I, I don't know, it just seems weird. Um, wait, hold on. I'm in good faith here, but I disagree with your position. Sounds to me like transparency was your main concern, and as I read, the truckers were informed beforehand. Why is the display of violence overtly necessary as opposed to transparency in general? Being informed that a law is going to pass doesn't give you anything to rally around. Everyone in China knows what legal rights the Chinese government has to crack down on dissent and protest, but that doesn't give you something to fight around. Every time the government cracks down on a protest, it should be an optical loss for them. Or, if it's not going to be an optical loss, it, be it should be because the protest they're cracking down on is so monstrously bad that everyone agrees with it, okay? Every time the state cracks down on a protest, it will be it will be in person and there will be blood, all right? That is what I want. I want honesty, not transparency, all right? The government saying, oh, dude, we're actually going to have, we're going to activate our magical heart attack guns so that if you disagree with us, you have a heart attack sometime in the next six weeks. That's, 
transparent in the sense that they're saying that, but that doesn't give you something to fight against. There are no videos to take, nothing obvious to foment your opposition towards. Um, it, listen, okay, breaking up protests is violence. No matter how much you liberal cuckolds want to paint over that fact with euphemisms and abstractions, anytime people are doing a thing and the state says, nope, that is a form of violence, all right? And it bothers me when people don't take issue with the process itself, but rather want a nicer looking... It's political correctness is what it is. It's real, unironic political correctness. It's no different than the people, the liberals, who take issue with police, like, roughing homeless up in the streets, but they don't take issue with, like, the government putting um, anti... Uh, uh, like, a hostile architecture on park benches so that homeless people can't sleep there. You don't actually disagree with the crackdown on homeless people. You just dislike that it's spooky and visible. I want it to be spooky and visible. I would much rather that because spooky, visible things can have videos taken of them and people get fucking angry about them. I want people to get angry. Every time the state does anything, I want people to get angry. I want every single moment of state power used against its citizens to be filmed in the harshest light possible. I want journalists who make their entire career off of following police around and showing how fucked their day job is. I want my entire life to be filled with a nonstop cavalcade of media presenting me infinite facets of a gigantic gem that is the totality of state power bad and i never want it to be abstracted if you guys have a problem with blood then i'm sorry buddy the blood flows whether you like it or not the only difference is whether it flows in the street where people take pictures of it or whether it flows silently invisibly down drains you will never see where it can be swept out of mind it is the difference between death here and death abroad. It is the liberal sentiment which allows you to grow angry when American soldiers die in Afghanistan, but not when Afghans die in Afghanistan. It is the American liberal sentiment that ends the Vietnam War, not because of the massacres we commit against their people, but because of the few in comparison deaths we suffer at their hands, okay? That is what you are. You are every fucked up thing with modern American or Western liberal democracy. Every abstraction, every sentiment, every cover-up, every coat of paint, you don't take issue with any of the underlying power structures. You just want it to be nice and quiet and out of mind so you can live in your fucking white picket fence suburban home, never learn your neighbors, and die miserable because you never made any friends, because you never had any ambitions outside of achieving the thinnest veneer of American comfort that you were promised when you were a child, okay? That's it. That's all you want, all right? But you're free. You li live your life, okay? But do not allow your lifeless life and your inevitable death to get in the way of people actually trying to make positive changes. And for fuck's sake, do not let your desire for comfort get in the way of people pushing back against actual, genuine overreaches of state power, all right? You are everything wrong with the modern world. You are every single fucking voter who is completely inconsiderate to the consequences of the people they vote for. You are no different from Republicans who will vote for Donald Trump because they want to have American manufacturing back and will cover their ears and go la 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 whenever they hear anything about how Donald Trump would actually make everything worse for every other group. You are every person who is capable of zoning in on the specific aesthetic preference of civilizational problems that they want to contend with while ignoring everything else, leaving people aside to die, to bleed out invisibly in gutters that you will never see, where photos cannot be taken. Go fuck yourself. End of history, motherfucking fucking. All right. Reddit. No, I think I think we've outgrown. I think we've outgrown the Reddit bitching. I feel like we've outgrown the Reddit bitching. I feel like the sentiment has been mostly delivered. Anyway, they can stay mad. The only reason I didn't ban more of these people. Uh, is because I got bored, because I don't know how to mass ban people, but as soon as I find out how to mass ban people, it's over for you, hoes. I'll get you. L okay, living for more, if you think there's a better solution to this, 
than a military crackdown. I'm fine with that. I don't even care about the military crackdown, okay? Your downtowns can be honk honk tucker horned to, into, into oblivion for all I fucking care, okay? All I care about is preventing, which well, I can't even do this, but all I care about is speaking out against the bank freezes, okay? If, if you, okay, here's the thing, hold on. Hey, it's this person on Twitter. We disagree publicly. Specific clarifications. I don't think advocating for a military crackdown and the specific protest is a good idea. Due to the specifics of the situation, you're giving the impression to your audience it would be almost peaceful and it will almost certainly end in a massacre with women and children potentially dying. First of all, women dying is based. And if they keep any children there, if there's a warning to send the military in, that's on them. There are alternatives to the solution that I don't uh, that uh, don't involve either the military or the, as you correctly pointed out, fascistic overreach on the part of the Canadian government. The convoy has been decreasing for the last couple of weeks. There have been 80-something arrests with tons of ongoing police investigations. Okay, I touched on this a little bit in my video too. I feel like the Patriot Act boot deep throaters in, in my community as well are like, yeah, I don't even know how much, I don't even know how much the protests are a problem anymore, like the convoy. Like, I understand they're being super annoying in downtown and that it's like a hundred fucking decibels of them honking or whatever. But, um, like, if the bridge has been cleared, like, I don't know how much of an ongoing thing there is. Does it even warrant the military being brought in? Or would it be better to just let them die out as they become more and more unpopular with time? Like, if arrests are already being made, if, they're, if the major clearing points have already been cleared, shouldn't, like, maybe it would be better to just have them sit there? Yeah, it's already sorting itself. Then I might legitimately just be in favor of doing nothing apart from regular police arrests, you know? I, I'm not, I'm not, I don't care that much about the military thing. I'm just offering a different solution. I just want anything that isn't the, 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 the asset freezes. That's the, that's the thing, you know, I only offer the military thing because I feel like it's preferable to that. And I do think it's preferable to that. But if that's not necessary, then I would prefer not doing anything. Here's a live camera of downtown Ottawa. Ottawa police set up a secured area downtown. Wait, how recent is this? Wait, this is live. We don't need e we don't even need the military. The Canadians want to sign away their civil rights to address an issue that's being addressed right now by the police. Oh my God! By the time the bank freezes even affect anyone's behavior, the police will have already cleared up ninety percent of this. You guys signed away everything for nothing. You supported your civil rights being crushed for nothing. Oh my God! This isn't even something the military is needed for. Holy shit! We have audio? I was under the impression that they honked a lot. We have Canadians that just want fed power Lamau. They were using a bridge that had already been cleared. I never even saw people on Canadian Twitter or anyone in my community talking about the bridge having already been cleared. I only knew it when Demon Mama pointed it out. They wouldn't shut the fuck up about the bridge, the bridge, the bridge, the bridge, the bridge, that I assumed it was still blocked. And then it turns out it had been cleared two days before the Emergencies Act came through. You fuckers! You, this is... This is a, you, you just want an Iraq war. You just, you just, you just want an extension of state power for nothing. You can't undo 9-11. 9-11 already happened. Oh my God. They never even talked about it. They don't care. This is such a, this is such a transparent extension of state power. We're using this as an excuse. This is such a clear example. They, they, they made this a law fucking 30 f fucking years ago, and they're only using it now because of some truck blockades that had already been mostly dealt with by the time they passed the law. 30 years of silence on the Emergencies Act, and the first time they put it forward is this? This is the Reichstag burning. This is the Reichstag burning. Holy shit. Anything, any excuse. I hate them. 
I hate, we need to permanently ban every single person who's ever used my subreddit. So yeah, the 30-day ban is now a 30-year ban. Yeah, no, oh my god, these fucking fu I will, I, I, I will go scorched earth in my fucking community. This is inexcusable. You fell for, you did the thing liberals do. The thing. Oh, I'm a liberal. I'm so on board with all these progressive changes. And trust me, I'm totally okay with like, you know, challenging society. Oh, 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 hold on. The government says there's an emergency. Wait, hold on, hold on. I'm wait, I'm reading news articles right now and they're telling me that something really bad is happening. All right, uh, okay, wait, actually, I'm totally okay with ceding all of my rights. All right, oh, okay, all right, whew. Thankfully, the rights that I ceded were rights that were useful for striking workers and people who actually protest against the government, not for institutional bootlickers. Whew, oh, okay. Holy fuck. It's not about asset freezing lasting forever, sir, political banana. It's about asset freezing being established as a positive and effective solution to economic disruption. Now, they're going to say the asset seizure, or sorry, they're going to say the asset freezing was the thing that broke up these hated protests, even though it wasn't. They were already being broken up. They were already being destroyed. The asset freezing is going to have a minimal contribution. Now it gets to swoop in and take the credit at the end. So now next year, when there are striking workers fighting for better minimum wage or fighting for better working conditions, all the Canadian public remember as their infrastructure starts to slow down, as their industry starts to slow down because of the strike, they'll remember. Remember last time there was economic disruption? Well, Trudeau sure had the solution to that. And of course, last time it wasn't actually the asset freezing that did anything. These protests were never going to be stopped via asset freezing because they were, again, hardline radicals stockpiling food and weapons. Uh, but hey, striking workers? Striking workers, as it turns out, actually are quite vulnerable to having their fucking assets frozen. They'll remember Justin Trudeau. They'll remember how effective it was at stopping those mean convoy protesters. And you're going to do it again. Holy shit. It's, it's, it's impossible for, for any human to feel more contempt towards anything or any group of people as I am towards can can Canadians right now, okay? Holy shit. The pure fucking rage, genocidal energy going on in my mind right now. Oh my fucking god. Holy Christ, okay? Jesus, fuck. Vosh, you know you can sue the Canadian government, right? I'm, go I'm, I'm going to kill you. I, I, I... Hold on. Thankfully, my website tracks your uh, location. That's my house. Anyway, uh, what was I saying? <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, so anyway, um, it's not about whether or not you can sue the Canadian government. Why would you be able to sue that? What there? Wh why is the ability to sue the Canadian government relevant at all? They're doing something that's legal. Like, like, what does that mean? Like, uh, like, how, how what, what would suing them do? They're, they're doing a thing that they can legally do. It's not against the law for them to do it. What difference does that make?
You know, you can sue the Canadian government, right? Yeah, they made it the thing they're doing legal. But not if it interferes with the Constitution. It doesn't. That's the point. It doesn't. They already, you already have the fucking back-to-work legislation. You can already just send striking workers back to work. The whole point of the act is the thing that is happening is legal. That is the whole point. The state warship shit is so prevalent here in Norway as well, dude. This is why I d despise social democrats, okay? This is why I hate them more. This is why every time, whenever I have conversations with them, they always seem to be a little surprised by the antagonism, you know? Because they are so, they, it's all end of history bullshit, you know? They don't understand. They don't recognize, okay? The problem with nation states and capital don't go away because you have a fucking welfare state. It's so unbelievably fucking cucked. It genuinely makes me feel like I never should have done the, the like, Bernie Biden whatever because I legitimately would rather have a community full of Bernie or Busters than you fucks. I'm serious. If you sincerely think that, you know, being ambivalent towards who wins the presidential election as opposed to choosing to vote for Biden is more harmful than being ambivalent to the expansion of the Canadian surveillance state, being the expansion of anti-economic disruption, like emergency powers. If you sincerely believe that that's what you are worse than them, you are infinitely worse. Okay. The difference between a world in which Trump or Biden wins in 2020 is significantly lesser than a world in which we do or do not have a government which is capable of just freezing your bank assets whenever it decides that you're in the wrong, okay? But they don't understand that because to them, because to them the height of leftism, the absolute fucking pinnacle of leftism is fighting Drumpf and thinking that people should get paid maternity leave, which, hey, great, you should. Those are great. That's phenomenal. We should have those things, okay? But that's not the end. And social democrats, liberals, they get so fucking uppity. Jesus, it's like that one, it's like that office scene. Is it the office? Where the guy is standing there, and the lady touches his arm and he goes, Ugh. you know? You, you know what I'm talking about? That's what I'm talking about. That's the, that's what, that's what I'm talking about when, 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 when liberals are next to me. Not the same. Not the same. Read section 19 of the Emergency Act. The freezing bank accounts thing may not actually be legal. It doesn't... <sighs> It doesn't matter. Okay, fine. Then sue the Canadian government. Then go. Then go have uh, go sue the Canadian government. Okay, go. Win win your lawsuit. Good, good, good. Do do it. You're losing your shit over like less than two percent of your community. I disagree that it's like less than two percent of my community. I got a ton of pushback on every single social media apparatus that I put this perspective out on. On Reddit, it was pretty much entirely taken over by people with the lib perspective. I didn't check my Discord and haven't in the past few days. Um. On Twitter, there was a ton of pushback. In my YouTube comment section, there's been a ton of pushback. I don't think it's a tiny fraction of my community. I, I would say probably my community is split 50-50 between liberals and actual socialists, anarchists, communists. L liberals just need to, to learn their place is the problem, okay? You can stick with us as long as you understand that you're like the war, the war party equivalent of like war slaves that stay up front. Your job is to die first and take the arrows so the real soldiers survive. Like, you're not... Just know your place, okay? You speak up on anti-conservative issues. You're cannon fodder. Do not be silent. Keep your mouth shut when we're talking about expansions of state power or disruptions of capital, okay? Yeah, you're all you're all bullet catchers, okay? You're sponges. Do not do not speak with me on this, all right? God.
They don't remember 2019 Anarchist Vosh. Oh, they couldn't have fucking handled it. But you know, I feel like all of the sort of placating, smoothing layers of plaster that have been I've put over myself to make myself more amenable to liberals, uh, it gets like shattered very, very quickly when stuff like this happens. You know what I mean? Like you have like months and months of like a cocoon being woven, and then like you know, I see people in my community overwhelmingly defending the um unprecedented inaction of emergency powers in order to crack down on economic disruption via a process that can't be fought against and just fucking kabam you know just just fucking blast them just just knock me out of my shell throater the ultimate issue here and the reason why this is a liberal issue is because this comes down to canadians trust in their government at the end of the day canadians are slaves to institutional power this is the conversation we had with econoboy and fair is fair rose wrist as well where they both seem to have, at the end of the day, a near infinite amount of deference to the state and to institutional power as a way of solving problems. Uh, the idea of needing to work outside of those systems, or of needing to challenge them directly, even in ways that aren't entirely legal, it's, it's something that doesn't work with them. I spoke to both of them privately, and my impression of them and a lot of other liberals that I've talked to is, when talking about climate change, right, it'll be like, well, when can we, this was in, this was about the eco trolling uh, arc, you know, the, the question is like, well, at how, how much would the government have to drop the ball before you would be okay with extra legal activities to try to fight back against climate change? And the answer that I've gotten overwhelmingly has been something along the lines of, I would rather see the world end than a single crime be committed to stop climate change. That is not an exaggeration. That's an explicit thing that I've had said to me. Liberalism, if anything else, is about deference to the state and to the legitimacy of institutions institutional power. Um, and because that's not a joke. If any of you think that I'm exaggerating in the slightest, if any of you think this is even like, I like th this is, this is court testimony in terms of my like conversations in private and in public with liberals on any kind of like climate change, extra legal behavior. It's like the world would need to end before I would be willing to allow anyone to commit a crime. Um, uh, 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 it's, it's, it's deference to institutions. And this is why at the end of the day, um, this is a liberal problem rather than an authoritarian problem. See, liberals are not inherently authoritarian. What they are is deferential to authority. And the authority in question, in this case being the Canadian government, which is broadly a nation state, is in acting of its own interests, authoritarian by its nature. A nation state can only ever be authoritarian by its design, kept in check by subsequent adjacent conflicting competing powers, but by its nature, it is always an authoritarian institution. How could it not be? It has complete control over everything within its borders. If a nation state wants to make genocide legal, it can. If it wants to kill you, it can. If it wants to do anything, it can. It has all the power, all of it. All power is ceded to the nation state. So, Given the fact that liberals, being the naturally bootlicky types, are subservient to authority by their nature, and the authority in question is an authority which self-consolidates, uh, liberals are, by their nature, authoritarian. But they are only authoritarian when they can be convinced that the deference they have towards the aforementioned authority is one which they believe to be necessary or justified i.e. liberals don't defend authority for the sake of authority. Liberals defend authority if they can be convinced that a good faith use of that authority is an effective way of solving a serious social problem. And that's where the phrase, scratch a liberal and a fascist bleed,
come from, or fascist bleeds comes from. Uh, the idea that if a liberal is challenged, inconvenienced, harmed, if a social pressure, uh, you know, a crisis is brought about, liberals can be easily convinced to support authoritarian measures because they're quite likely to trust the proposed solutions from the government. And this is historically pretty well borne out. It is not hard to look through at least American history and find plenty of examples of populations which are generally quite liberal and progressive leaning, supporting overreaches of state power or crackdowns on minority groups uh, when they are convinced the sufficient threat is present. It's not a principled issue. Liberals are not very principled people. They can be principled on progressive issues sometimes, but even then it's kind of variable and it's usually subservient to other broader political tendencies so if you want to go back and look throughout history on say for example oh man like the police and crime bill like crime in the 1990s the 1980s um the drug war and the crackdown therefore which is a current ongoing example the determinant of japanese people during world war ii uh you know the crackdown on the civil rights protests and on the anti-war protests from vietnam it is not difficult to find a lot of examples of liberal populations siding arm in arm with the more overtly authoritarian political sects in order to you know bring an end to the crisis there's a reason why manufacturing crises uh, is such an essential step for authoritarian governments when they consolidate power. Why do you think Hitler had to burn the Reichstag in order to justify the emergency, you know, in order to justify his rise to power? Why does Russia have to false flag some shit before, like, all of the aggressive action they take, you know? You would think that if people in Nazi Germany or in Russia were explicitly authoritarian, they actually wouldn't need the justification right? Like they would just do it anyway. They wouldn't really care. Part of this is, of course, because it's easier to confuse international discourse when you have a legitimate justification for the action that you take. But a lot of it is also because very often fascistic political desires are just a reactive impulse to a perceived threat. That's why Nazis had to be told 24-7 in all their propaganda that Jewish people are literally living in their walls and literally living in their floorboards and will eat them unless they, you know, uh, do like 58 sea uh, uh, kyles every single night uh, before going to sleep. Um, they need to be kept in a constant state of fear, which is why, <laughs> and I'm really bringing it around now, this is the reason why people talk about social fascism and how uh, socialism or barbarism is the case because liberalism leads naturally to fascism. That fascism is an extension of liberal logic. Now, you have to take a massive political leap to go from being a liberal to being a fascist, but a much shorter leap in order to support fascistic tendencies as a liberal. And the shared element in both of those cases is the degree to which the state can convince you there is a legitimate threat, a crisis that needs to be dealt with using state power. The only fundamental difference between people who are starting here and moving all the way over versus people who just side over on one issue is how severe is that threat, how extensively have they been propagandized to fear it, and how severe are the propagandistic conditions which are leading people to the solutions that are being you know, said to potentially work. That's it. Does everyone understand what I'm talking about now? My problem with liberals in this case isn't because of liberalism specifically. It's because the people in my subreddit are doing the scratch-a-lib fascist bleeds bullshit 
They are doing the fash bullshit by uh, undeservedly extending to the state the moral right to uh, circumnavigate their cir circumvent. There you go. Circumvent their civil rights uh, to address a crisis that is, let's be fair, not that much of a crisis in the grand scheme of political crises, and is also already mostly being taken care of. Do you understand? The, the logic is being brought forth. They're taking a shortcut on a single issue. Very distressing. Very, very distressing. I guess, but do you think this is a natural product of being a human? Nope. Liberalism up here is not a natural product of shit. It is a deliberate mind state which has been manufactured and reinforced through your entire life uh, by uh, either state propaganda or propaganda which is manufactured and aligned with the ideology of the nation state. It is absolutely not an inherent component of being a human being. Uh, liberalism has only been around for a couple hundred years. You know, you could argue that the hunter-gatherer sort of tribalistic mindset is ingrained in our brains, and there's probably some truth to that, but liberalism is no more natural than whatever mind states would lead people to any other existing form of government. This is the Rush Limbaugh talking point, but from the left? What? Radical AC, don't do this to me. What do they think would happen if, when we do a general strike and truckers join? Leftists always talk about the trucking industry when talking about strikes because they would do a lot of harm to big business. Oh, guys, don't get me wrong, okay? If you think the harm being done to Canada right now through the um, convoy is bad, you, you can't even begin to fathom what a real trucking strike would do. You have no goddamn idea, okay? You, th there will be a real general strike will have a death toll, okay? As it has in the past. That is, unfortunately, a consequence of the exercise of power. And if you think that's too high a price to pay, then congratulations, you've already lost. If there are any people in my community, any people in my community who are like, oh, well, challenging the government would lead to people getting hurt, so we can't do that, then just just give up. Just just give up. Just rope now. Honest to God, just rope now. Look, whatever. Like, okay, sure. It's worse than I thought. The sub is full of libs. Oh, it's, it's, it's terrible. Yeah, Shu. Shu is completely right, by the way. Uh, the only reason this is being done, the literal only reason this is being done, is because um, is because of economic disruption. It has nothing to do with the 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 truckers being fascists or whatever. Oh, we have a new Reddit post called "I'm done with Vosh." Oh wait, no, it's a meme post. I don't need you. There are a whole lot of other streamers that deserve my. Oh, this is from like Pokemane's chat. What was this one? This was like an actual mod. Yeah, yeah, this was like an actual mod who got mad or something. There are a whole lot of other streamers that deserve my time and support. As they say, there are plenty of other fish in the sea. Fish without dishonesty, too. You liar skank. I will no longer be dedicating one-third of my day to moderating your chat. Let the wildebeests roam. And if you need me, I'll be in Destiny's chat from now on. You may not know this, but I actually do watch his streams after years are over. And I've been a six-month sub as well. I donated $30 the other day and said his outfit looked cute. He said I'm a sweetheart. <laughs> Things are looking up for me and down for you. This is where I bid you farewell. Have fun being a lying grifter. This is a real copypasta from, I think, Pokimane's chat. It's incredible. Absolutely incredible. A link to the original in the comments. Yeah, yeah, I want, I want to see uh, where... Who, who was the original... Oh, where is the... No, I don't care enough. Let the wildebeests roam. Isn't the usual criticism of libs their unwillingness to fight dirty? I'm okay with fighting dirty, but there's a difference between fighting dirty by doing the things your opponents are doing and fighting dirty by a completely unnecessary deference to state power. Those are different things. Yeah, fight, fight, we're, we're fighting dirty by giving more power to the federal government. <laughs> All right, you guys aren't gonna, 
Get ready for my secret technique, okay? Quickly writing legislation. I just signed away my civil rights. <laughs> Good luck with that one, you know? Good luck with that one. Would you have the same response if protesters were leftists, send in the military or accept their demands? Well, hold on, wait. If their demands were in line with leftist political agendas, so not just this stupid end the mandate bullshit, but like, you know, better conditions or anything like a leftist would care about, then I would, then I would want the government to do anything because I would accept those demands. However, uh, I wouldn't be surprised that the police would come in to crack down on them. You know, that's kind of the game as it's played. There's a difference between, uh, so my, maybe this comes off as weird or contradictory, but I feel like it's possible to support a protest and also to understand and accept the fact that it's going to be cracked down on. I kind of did this with BLM as well, if you guys remember. Like, I think I made it pretty clear that while I supported the protesters, the arrival of the police was inevitable. So inevitable that it felt stupid to even argue against it. You can argue against police brutality, which is in excess, and that we should, should, that we should, and we did. Those were the two words I was looking for there. But I wouldn't, like, argue against the police arriving at all, if that makes any sense. That would just feel kind of stupid to me, right? Like, if I was on stream and there was a big protest in downtown and I was like, the police shouldn't even show up here. Like, well, I mean, they kind of should because that's kind of what police do, right? I mean, that's just kind of the institutional function that's pretty in line with what you'd expect. Even if I agree with the protesters, it just seems like that's just a thing that's going to happen. Um, but there's a difference between that engagement. Yeah, it feels, yeah, exactly. It feels like really weird, wishful thinking. It, it, it feels like magical thinking. Like if we all cross, like maybe if I wish hard enough, I can somehow make the state not crack down on protests against the state, which is a thing they've been doing forever and always will and is a necessary component of the state existing you know maybe with the power of friendship yeah so but you can focus on other stuff like you can push back against police brutality or certain police tactics because those are fucked up you know oh no i know neo most of the people in chat right now uh have never been to a protest vosh so were you being hyperbolic when you said you wanted anti-vaxxers to live their worst lives possible yes that was hyperbole uh, however, I do think it's funny when they're mad, so if we could keep the the mandate, uh, you know, laws up, that would be good for me, just, just to make them mad, you know? This one person is in my DMs being very insistent about the ability to sue the Canadian government, but like what? Wait, person who's saying this, under what circumstances would you sue the Canadian government for exercising the power that they have? Like, legally, they can do that thing, so what, what are you suing them for? Like, with, like, how? Yeah, first of all, with what fucking assets they froze your ass. Like, you can only sue them afterwards. So even if you sue them afterwards, the protest has already been broken. You can't, like, it, yeah, like, the judicial courts can dismiss acts. Wh what? The judicial court can dismiss the Emergencies Act passed by the federal government that extends them emergency power? What, what judicial court can do that? Yes? Are they going to do that? Is that a power you have? That's how courts work, Vosh. What? Wait, hold on. Do the people in chat have any fucking idea what they're talking about, or are you just making shit up? I mean, that happens in the US also, but not necessarily like a magical fix-all. To stop emergency powers? Wait, you guys realize the 
Whoa, okay, wait, hold on. I'm about to go fucking nuclear on you guys. You're getting stun locked? Oh, we're gonna get fucking... We're gonna get frozen locked. Or something. My grandfather spent his entire fortune fighting the federal government in court, Vosh. They're full of shit. You do not beat the government. Yeah, you know what? Honestly, I don't fucking care. You guys can say what you want, okay? Sure, have fun, all right? Enjoy your government having emergency powers that allows them to extrajudicially freeze the assets of anyone they think is even remotely related to any kind of economic disruptive activity. Have fun taking that to court, okay? Have fun. There's no paper trail for you to directly follow. There's no proof you can bring to them. Go petition a judicial circuit court judge to suspend the emergency powers in the 30-day window you have go have fun go 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 do go do it right now it's happening right now right now it's happening right now the emergencies act passed two days ago it's happening right now go 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 it's a this is a goddamn emergency go out there go 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 how red pilled am I on my fans? Let me check the uh, new posts in my subreddit, and I'll answer based on that. Wait, you guys don't actually think that the fucking website account that you create tracks your live location, do you? The people in the responses to this are acting like that's actually something Thankfully, they think website... is a feasible. Come on, guys. Come on. He does IP bans, doesn't he? That's not too far. I promise you that us knowing your public IP is not the same as us having a live track of your address. I, I promise you those are different things. Can't be that hard to fool basic location tracking software. We don't have location tracking software on our fucking website. Okay. God damn it. I can't make these jokes. All right, hold on. We're going to get... We're going to find all the angry Reddit posts. We're going to look at them, and then we're finally going to take a look at the Ukraine shit, okay? Oh, yeah, appara apparently, like, Hassan is full on Russia now. Ru Hassan can't really be... If we... If Hassan keeps going down this road, we're going to have to start talk like treating him the way we treat, like, other fucking conservative demagogues, dude. He's, um... He's been saying some bad shit about the Russia shit, man. The main issue is that Hassan is super fucking emotional, and he's incapable of ever taking criticism. Which means that if he has a bad take, like, he will never be pulled from it. I don't think I've ever seen him be pulled from one. Vosh really uses not having a job as an insult while he makes ends meet by sitting in a chair giving takes he only vaguely understands himself. This person's not mad. Once you get out of the honeymoon phase of finding Vosh, you start hearing bullshit. Wait, the only time I brought this up was making fun of the tanky Reddit mods who control like 87 subreddits and auto-ban anyone who posts in Vosh free. That's the only time I made mention of that. Jesus Christ. Also, I don't make ends meet, motherfuckers, okay? I don't, I don't, you think I make ends meet with my 10 million views a month? You think I make it? Oh, you, th you think I get by? Learn your goddamn place. Vasha said something on stream that perfectly encapsulates my issue with him. Oh, people are going to be so fucking mad about this. I don't care if you're trying to engage with me. What difference does it make? You think you're different. People who disagree with me are people who disagree with me as far as I'm concerned. So it literally doesn't matter what the disagreement is. According to Bosch, if you disagree with him at any take, you're viewed as a person to mock. Yep. Sorry, losers. It's always been that way. It's always been that way. It's never not been that way. I've done this so many times. And every time people are astonished when it happens to them. Yes. If I disagree with you in a political take, and I think the political take that you have is harmful, then yes. I'm going to mock you. Obviously. Why would I not? I, I mock people for ha for liking different food than me. I don't fucking care. I've always been consistent on this. I have never, ever acted differently. Ever. Under any circumstances, I have never acted differently. 
which is, and here you have the problem, which is much easier to overlook when Vosh gives a pretty objectively correct take. The problem is when Vosh misses the mark, aka when I disagree with him. Kink and pride, Dilinka sending in the military. He lashes out at anyone who tries to provide good faith criticism and treats them as if they're horrible people. Uh, the Dilinka thing I immediately backed off of and had multiple people on to provide uh, a more comprehensive narrative. The kink and pride thing, I was hyperbolic while delivering the info on Twitter, but I still stand with my criticisms against a lot of people. There were some sussy arguments being made there that I take great issue with and still do. I just feel like I could have conveyed the point better. And in the meantime, we had like two arguments. And as for sending in the military, the issue isn't sending in the military. The issue is um, not freezing the bank assets. You can all have your honk honk truck fest downtown if you want. It was destiny as fuck. These people literally think that the problem with destiny is that he's antagonistic. They genuinely believe that the reason Destiny is bad is because he gets angry at people. That isn't the pro- That's not a problem. It's fine when he's angry. That's not- he, Destiny being mean is not the thing that I disagree with him on. If anything, that's one of the things that I've always liked him on. Because I think it's more honest than the fucking civility politics bullshit. Well, now he does that too. He, you know, he fakes it, whatever. Also, this has nothing to do with calling Big Joel a piece of human garbage. All liberals are pieces of human garbage. We don't need to single anyone out. I actually don't know if Big Joel's a liberal. I don't know if Big Joel's a big lib or a big socialist, you know? I don't actually know. Doesn't he realize this makes him look like an actual psychopath? I don't know. Guys, what am I supposed to do with this? Do these people really deserve 30-day bans or just like permanent? What am I supposed to do with this? You come off like an actual psychopath when you say that you're consistent in opposing people who disagree with you. Like, it's, like, this, like this is ridiculous. I'm going to keep dealing with this, too. Like, holy shit. It's unbelievable. They never, they, they never, ever, 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 ever were principally okay with my rhetoric. They only were okay with it because it wasn't happening to them. You know? Yeah, this is the good faith criticism that I'm cracking down on. You're, you're a sociopath. You... You think that you, 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 you push back against people who disagree with you? Yeah, no, this is identical to the people who say that Trump was bad because he was uncivil on Twitter. Shoot, so fucking right. The, that, that is the energy that I'm getting from this. He's so fucking smug. I've enjoyed some of his commentary on this since I found it, but I'm really reconsidering it now. He's so unhinged. Huge destiny vibes. Oh my god. <laughs> they literally... <laughs> That's, they think, I, I, yes, I remember uh, Vosh's critiques against Destiny. It was that Destiny was mean and he got angry at people. I remember that was the, 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 the core, uh, the, the core uh, 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 problem at hand. There's a lot of projection in his rage. He needs to calm down. This is the cringest stream I've seen in a while, but nobody is perfect. And after all, Vosh is neurodivergent. All right, we're banning all these people. Holy fuck. These are the scummiest pieces of shit. Jesus Christ. We're, we're now upping the ban time to 60 days, which is generous. And instead of lib, I will include the note, gigalib, be silent. There we go. There we go. Now it begins. We're doing this live, folks. Gigalib, be silent. One ban. Two bans. Get him. The best part is half these guys are going to 
edit their Reddit comments with uh, edit one. Wow, guess Vosh really can't handle criticism. Saw him ban me live on stream. Disappointing. We'll be taking my money elsewhere. Edit two. Seriously, after so much time dedicated to the Vosh community, I had never, I had never realized before that he has a tendency to be antagonistic towards people he disagrees with. This is a huge surprise to me. Are you filling the DGG ranks? Good. If these are all fucking former DGGers, go back. Holy shit, you were better off there. Holy shit, go back. That community is much more suited for you. Return. Return. Pretty sure the... Oh, here we go. A sensible human being. Pretty sure this... Uh, the point was being a Vosh fan doesn't make your criticism more or less valid. Doesn't seem bad to me. Why should a garbage critique get treated differently based on fan status? Have you ever gotten banned from a community you like to participate in just because a mod disagreed with you? It's kind of shitty. Part of being unable to participate is the cringe itself. What? I love that. They're being honest about it. It's not even about the severity of the disagreement. It's literally just, I'm sad that my community is, is, I'm special. I'm special. Also, it's not a mod. It's me. All right. Is that everyone here? This one's good. This one's not good. Get him. Get him. Gigalib, be silent. Hard to even know his actual position on this. It feels like setting up a lull. I was just joking defense in two months with people criticize him for it. I, I, I'm going to Roblox myself, man. This is insane. I've given my explicit position so many times. I'm doing it live as they type this nine minutes ago. This has been done so many, like, they, they just don't want to listen to it. Does he really prefer the military to crack skulls and get everyone else a gunbite? I've said all of this. Everything. All of this has been directly stated. If you don't want to listen, that's on you. This guy's getting permit. I'm so, like this, like to me, this is the stuff that actually does bother me. It's not about disagreeing with me. It's like shit like this comes off to me as explicitly disrespectful. Okay. If you're going to sit in my community screaming about how I have a bad take when you clearly haven't actually listened to the take that I've given, I think I'm well within my right to ban you. Like, like fuck off. Like seriously, it's, if you have a principal disagreement, which accounts for the positions that I've made, then that's fine. There are people in my chat who disagree with me who I've talked with and haven't banned. But this kind of stuff. What? Vosh inconsistent between Canada and Ukraine. There are two arguments Vosh has made that recently stand out to me. One, U.S. economic imperial... Oh, is th this is the one equivocating sanctions to freezing bank assets and sending in the military to break up a protest versus starting World War III. There's no relationship between these things unless your IQ is, like, at your age and you're in kindergarten, you know? Guys, he said he wanted to send the military to bring up protesters, but he didn't want us to deploy uh, intercontinental ballistic missiles towards Russia? I, no, I don't, I don't care. Referring military intervention is more precedented is a fundamentally conservative argument. Yeah, this is fine. The issue is when people are smug and wrong. Smug and wrong. Smug and wrong. Who else? What are the threads? Hey, Vosh, I agree, but I think you should chill. This one's, this one's ripe. Doesn't this make you super doomer about the effectiveness of your form of rhetoric when a huge part of your community is doing this shit be uh, just because they were soy clapping at Ben Shapiro dunks? No, I think I'm good at what I do. I think that this is going to happen inevitably. Hundreds of thousands of people subbed me after all. Like, this is pretty much inevitable. Um, but this is a problem with liberals in general. The subhumanity of liberals will be a consistent feature of this community's advocacy moving forward. I don't think there's anything I can do to categorically oppose it. 
it's just uh yeah it's it's just a part of the process this is just part of the the grinding antagonism that forms the the, the dialectical uh you know It also defangs one of his points against DGG, that we don't ban whatever streamer man gets into heat like they do over here. Here we go again. I think I already banned this one. A, a frequent feature here. Yeah, we're getting the, the double ban there. This, I feel like all the drama and bullshit Thronos is currently getting to him a little bit. I just hope he's okay. I, I hate... I hate the condescension. Do I ban for this? I hate the condescension. I deal with an unbelievable amount of antagonism all the time, 24-7. Do you really think my Reddit being annoying is going to be the... Uh, no, no, yeah, this is coming from a good place, but it is very annoying. Maybe I'm just being a baby, but I'm worried and stressed about the state of my country, and then hear one of my favorite streamers say Canadians are subhuman and American leechers, even if it was a very ironic gesture, just sort of added insult to injury. All right, this person is a baby, and they're going into baby jail. You shouldn't watch me if that shit's going to... Sorry. I'm sorry. This is for your own good. Now I get it. My brother and I cheer for different soccer clubs. I remember I have a very bad day. Snap. We get it for everyone. Soccer clubs? People are getting downvoted for saying you are being a baby? Well, they're in baby jail now. I doubt he'll actually purge the subreddit. Well, can't, uh... Can't let, can't let that challenge go unmet. Don't worry, Will from PA. You'll still be in chat. Hey. Hey, Will from PA. Nice tier 4 sub. Bosch kind of dumb on stream today. Nope, never been. We have to be consistent. And I stand by it. Will from PA. We have to be consistent. What's frustrating is like a coin flip. He would have had the other opinion. Then everyone here would be acting like those critiquing Kanda are crazy. Remember what he said after January 6th? Well, it seems like my community is pretty split on it anyway. Vosh is an illustration of why ideological leftism tends to fail. Vosh has the persona of an egomania. All right, this getting per this We're getting a perm here, baby. Is this a DGG -er? I feel I feel DGG energy. But this person has five common karma, so they might have just made this for uh, ultra lib. Ultra lib. I got banned and unbanned. Who's unbanning? Mods. You think I won't ban you? I think that's fair too, but some posters such as this person, this is the person who posted the gigantic Canada isn't like other countries were white Lamau post. Ban despite making valid good faith arguments. I need. I wish I'd never taught you guys the phrase good faith. I really wish that I never had ever. You have no fucking clue what it means. You have no fucking idea. You've you've no fucking idea what it means. You think good faith is when a when a post is long and has no swear words in it. That's what you think good faith means. True, vermin. My my criticism. The criticisms directed against me have always been best encapsulated by the contents of this eight year old Reddit thread. From Destiny's community. I'm not reading all this shit. True, though. Extremely true. I'd like to hear a definition of good faith. You know what? Honestly, don't worry about it. It's above you guys, okay? It's above chatters. Let good faith and bad faith discourse be my consideration, and let all of you guys work on more important stuff, like getting basic facts right before emailing me, okay? I mean, fucking retraction emails I've gotten? Jesus Christ. Oh, wait. Didn't I have a thread where I said I'd ban people if they were there? Where's my thread? Unironically, you should get the explanation out of the way. Fine! Good faith and bad faith discourse have a million different definitions, and you're not going to find a consistent one. When I use them, bad faith discourse is discourse which is dishonest explicitly, or which is brought about to bring people away from truthful or correct positions. So, 
insulting people is not inherently bad faith discourse at all. You can insult people while still elucidating a problem or being totally forthcoming. But if you're insulting people in a way which is meant to drag the direction of the conversation away from the meaningful issues or to distort or to avoid real criticism or anything like that, that can be bad faith engagement. Good faith is the opposite. It's be it's essentially yeah, bad faith being misleading. Good faith um, is when you are being truthful and when the way in which you're acting is designed to bring about uh, you know, truthful positions. You're leading the conversation towards the truth. That's the way in which I use it. So good faith and bad faith to me don't mean you're insulting or you're rude or you're polite or anything like that. It's about whether or not you successfully navigate the conversation in a direction towards honesty or dishonesty. And the reason I don't consider that post to be particularly good faith is because A, most of it had nothing to do with anything that I had said, and B, the only points in there that were a meaningful counterargument were essentially, Canada is built different, we're not like you other democracies, our nation state actually just has no interest in abusing power to silence dissenters. Uh, the only reason people are calling it good faith is because it came across as nice and because it was long. The problem, folks, is that as far as I'm concerned, overly long and rambling posts, which are mostly irrelevant, are in themselves a kind of bad faith. Because the longer a post is, the less likely people are to read all through it, and the more likely it is to give an affect or an aesthetic of addressing all your points, even if they don't. So when you write out a bunch of rambling bullshit that doesn't directly address a point, I am actually more negatively inclined towards it, because it seems as though they're using the extent of the post, the lack of conciseness, as a way of affecting the perception of it being an in-depth criticism, when in reality, it's not. You could have made all the points in there that were relevant to what I said in about three sentences, but they didn't. So obviously that doesn't necessarily mean this was being done deliberately or maliciously or whatever, but it reminds me a little bit of how bad faith some of those critique videos on YouTube were, where you'll make like a two and a half hour video dragging another YouTuber, but you'll be nice in it, by which I mean you don't directly insult, you actually just kind of criticize them and the length of your video along with the tone in which it's delivered is designed to give the impression that it's a meaningful critique worth responding to rather than what it really is which is a two and a half hour diss track you understand what i'm talking about